The book of Leviticus makes it very clear how someone who has been diagnosed with leprosy is to live. Well, if you call it living anyway. They were to be sent outside the camp. They were to wear torn clothing. They were to have their hair disheveled. And I'm not talking about just having a bad hair day. This was the mat, the knots, the whole thing that made you look like a wild person. You were to live as if you were already dead. You were outside the camp because leprosy, as it was understood, was a source of uncleanliness. And rather than spread contagion through the whole community, it was better for one person to be sent out to live as if they were already dead, beyond society. This was the lot of someone diagnosed with leprosy. And we need to be clear that what we're talking about here is not the, uh, the modern understanding of leprosy. This was probably, well, any skin disease, even as a very severe case of acne, would have caused this particular provision of Leviticus to be invoked. These people were outside. They were unclean. They were to be avoided at all costs, lest their contagion, their uncleanliness, infect the whole of the people of God. They were called to avoid anyone and everyone and to warn people by covering their upper lip and shouting, unclean, unclean, so that the righteous, those who were still clean, could avoid them and avoid becoming unclean too by coming into contact with a leper. This was the person who came and knelt down before Jesus. He has already broken the taboos of Leviticus. He has dared to come into contact with someone who wasn't a leper. He came and begged that Jesus might make him whole. Jesus, as we hear, is moved with pity. But that's a, a very poor translation of the Greek. It's a more about Jesus being moved at the very core of his being by what he sees before him, moved by the faith or the hope that is engendered by the man who kneels before him asking to be made clean. And so having, with the man having broken one of the taboos of Leviticus by coming and daring to approach Jesus, Jesus does the same thing. He stretches out his hand and, un, and touches the unclean one. He touches the one who was beyond society, who was beyond the realm of those who were still considered part of the people of God. In doing so, he risked becoming unclean himself, as if you could catch uncleanliness from a mere touch, uncleanliness in the spiritual sense, which we know that Jesus condemns. We read it in chapter 7 of Mark's Gospel. It's not the things that from our outside that come in to a person that make them unclean. It's what already exists within their hearts that makes them unclean their greed, their hatred, their distrust. Those are the things that make someone unclean. So Jesus was aware of what was going on. He was hoping by touching the one who knelt before him that rather than becoming unclean himself, that man might catch something of God's own cleanliness, God's own holiness through that human touch. 
The result was that, in one sense, Jesus swapped places with the leper. The leper was readmitted to the company of the people of God. Jesus was the one who now was required to live outside townships, outside in deserted places. But people still came to him. They came to him in hope that they too might be made clean, that they might be made whole in one way or another. It's a good reading to have as we prepare to embark on our annual Lenten journey towards Easter. During this season of Lent, we are invited by today's Gospel to always seek to come closer and closer to God, no matter what we think might be our sources of uncleanliness, because the closer we come, the more we dare to approach Jesus at his invitation, the more likely the chance that we can catch his cleanliness, we can catch God's holiness, and so be readmitted into the righteous of God. This opportunity that we have each year is the perfect opportunity to do exactly that, to dare to approach the one who calls us, the one who created us, the one who redeems us, so that on Easter Day we can stand before God not only redeemed but clean and holy. The opportunity is there over the coming six weeks to do exactly that, to draw closer in the hope that we might catch something of God's holiness. So as we prepare for the great season of Lent, as we prepare for this penitential journey, let's remember what it's all about. It's not about removing all those things that we've taken in from outside. It's about removing those things that are already within us, those things that stand in our way of, of being able to come closer and closer to the one who calls us, that in the chance that we might have the ability to catch God's holiness. We pray this day and every day that we might be open to doing that, to coming closer and risk catching something of God's cleanliness.